0: Confused immigrants. Confused immigrants. Confused immigrants. Confused immigrants. Welcome to Confused Immigrants, the podcast where I, internationally unknown comedian Pablo Sauda, interview my immigrant friends about their experience living in this country. My guest today is the winner of the King of the Gong show at the Comedy Store, one to watch up the Creek Comedy Club. Finally, up. next up, Live or Die, you know him from his BBC3 and BBC1 appearances, and his name is Immigrant. Please welcome to the show, Vlad Illich.
1: Hey, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me, Pablo, it's really nice to be here.
0: Thank you for being here. Do you like having your your jokes being quoted at you? Because um, when I said, his name is Immigrant, that is that is one of your opening jokes for like one of your sets. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about like, people quoting jokes at you?
1: Uh, it's always like uh, a bit of... Uh, it's it's like weird in a funny way because, you know, I think some people actually do my jokes better than I do. Mm. <laughs> you know, some sometimes I bump into somebody they'd be like, oh, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Impaler. I've seen that one see, too, yeah. And tell the whole joke and I'll be like, yeah. oh, great. And they're like wanna, stealing your job. Yeah, <laughs> do you want to do my act? Yeah. Wonderful. Of, yeah,
0: Um I have an uneasy relationship with... Uh, having jokes squirted at me because I once was having just like a lovely pleasant dinner with three friends and one of them proceeded to retell one of my bits at the okay. dinner table and the bit was go something like uh, I'm so sure that it, it, it didn't go like this but basically the gist of it is like I'm so sure that I need to climb a baby high chair to get a blowjob and I, I give... I get because okay. I'm like 5'8 where's and, the baby chair yeah exactly Yeah, it's, it's uh, hitting under the ta- under the bed uh, and uh, and uh, I haven't used that in a long long time and um, and I gave her a look that he was like we're at the dinner table like you can't you like can't. I know I said this on stage yeah. to like a room full of people but we're at the dinner table like you can't no, no.
1: Yeah, well, that that's the thing, you know. its I think that's the beauty of humor, that then it spills out and it can be shared, you know, around the dinner table or, you know, in the bedroom, wherever yeah, it's, yeah. you know. That, that's well, why it's very dangerous when you're dating a comedian, you know, Right. because then you're throwing jokes at each other the whole time. Yeah. You know? And it's it's kind of the boundaries get blurred. Of like, oh, what's a joke and what's the action? Okay.
0: This is a bit off topic, but it's interesting, so we're going to go with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you da- you're dating a comedian who's also been a guest on this podcast, Aisha mm-hmm. Manduri. Mm-hmm. Um, do you worry? Because he said you worry about like banter turning maybe too hot, right? Yeah. But what, do you worry about like your personal life spilling into your, your partner's act?
1: Oh, but definitely, it, it definitely spills out both ways, you yeah. know? And you can feel it that after a show when you're feeling like you still have the energy, the stage energy. Right. And so you're kind of riffing, um, but um, in general, I think it's like a good thing because, you know, things things come out and then... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now I'm just talking like...
0: Do you have to veto things?
1: No, no, never, do, never. Do you Actually, have to run
0: things through each other? Like, I want to talk about this on stage, is that okay?
1: Um, yeah, well, sometimes we talk about it, but mainly it's because I'm hoping she will give me the punchline. Uh, <laughs> not, not to veto. Like, I want to
0: make fun about this thing about you, do you how, yeah, yeah. how can I punch it
1: up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or is if it's something, you know, sometimes I want to write some self-deprecating bit yeah. in the relationship. And I'm like, look, there's the situation what what do you think about that? Because I can't see myself from the outside, so
0: yeah, it's, yeah, it's,
1: it's a good balance to like bounce off yeah. each other, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, that's important. Yeah, don't okay. do this at home. Yeah, exactly. I've like, Or oh, do if you if you feel if you're feeling brave, but uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: just um, get a baby chair.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get a baby high chair. Um, so that sounds like a healthy relationship, though. Um, I so I'm I'm. Um, Forever single, but I feel like if I had, if I was in a relationship, I feel like I would be probably running everything through my partner. Right. I know. But you know what? The thing is, like your partner is also a comedian, so it's like there's a mutual understanding, maybe. Yeah. I'll have to take a comedian. It'll yeah. It'll be a nightmare, but in my opinion, so.
1: <laughs> no, I. It's also different.
0: You. I'm a gay man, but yeah, I don't want. to
1: <laughs> I agree with you. Well, uh, you know, in the fact that if you have a partner who's not necessarily in the profession, yeah, um, it almost feels like, um, you know, you're up on stage and they're not doing the same thing. So you, you kind of have to be a bit more sensitive as yeah. to what you're going to say. Yeah. But I, I feel like, yeah, with two comedians, same like with two musicians or two actors, there's, there's a healthy competition between you. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah, let's sure. Let's talk about that. Do you
0: feel competitive with Aisha?
1: Only in a way that you know when you know I love when she does great and when she tells me oh she smashed the set so that's what you want to see in a person you you know. and you know you kind of can if the most beautiful thing about it is when I see you know uh, their material growing into like a great bit yeah and that's inspiring you know. Because yeah. if I'm on the back foot and if I'm being lazy about a certain routine, and yeah. I see, oh, she's improved this, she's gone up, she's done it, so I'm like, I want to do the same thing. Okay, yeah. that's
0: it's almost like more inspirational than competitive, which is really sweet. Yeah. And I wonder if you uh, you had to like smooth it out for for the for the microphone. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
1: well, I've I, you know I've heard I've heard toxic stories of you know where the you know there's been like sort of friction oh why are you getting that gig and i'm not getting that gig but i feel that that's like you know you're going inwards you're kind of closing yourself down i don't think that that really helps yeah i think it's going to be difficult depends on where you've set your ambitions you know if you've set your ambitions that i'm gonna be this comedian i'm gonna get on tv or live at the apollo and then you see your partner Mm. clinching all of these goals and you're still there i think that can be difficult because yeah. you're gonna have to work and reset your goals or see what you're doing wrong. Yeah. But definitely, you know, you should be very careful not to project your partner.
0: Yeah. Comparison yeah. is comparison is the killer of all creativity in my opinion. It is I feel yeah. like, you know, it's good to it what you were talking about, you was what you were describing was a lot more like being inspired by by seeing your partner succeed in me, like, oh I want to succeed with them so I'm gonna like yeah. get to work. Uh, yeah. But if you start comparing, then it's like, yeah, it's not not healthy, is it?
1: We just yeah. go into these sort of fantasies of like, oh, well, you know, if if you make it, and then, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll be filming and you'll bring the baby on the set. And, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, wait, I'll wait, be... who is having this fantasy? <laughs> we're, we're, well, first, it's, I said the fantasy. Yeah, yeah I thought I, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But then, and then she was like, wait, 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 why, why are you, you know, why are yeah. you filming? Maybe I'm filming. I'm like, yeah, if yeah. you're filming, I'll bring the... I'll be I'll be the I'll be the home and stay dad and no. bring the children on set. And I mean, obviously, I do expect you you write me in in a role there, you know, because nepotism for the win. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I I don't think I'll I'll have an issue with that. But that's yeah. in theory. Um, ask me when yeah. that happens. I will. <laughs> but, I know. think
0: we're gonna revisit this uh, this topic on the podcast. That's gonna still be happening in how many years? Um, Let's say. Ooh, that's
1: pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> How many years we're gonna have babies?
0: I'm gonna say because people are having oh. babies later and later in life. That's every true. time I'm gonna say in ten years. That's <laughs> ten a lot. Years. Yeah. I'm younger than you. I'm projecting.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know. I'm trying to aim for like I think 38, 38. I think there's like for me there's a train that goes every seven years. Every seven years.
0: Okay, let's okay. say seven
1: years. Yeah, let's say seven, seven years. years. So I'll be 30, I'll be 37.
0: I'll be 37. I think that's it. Ah, let's just have the baby now. A good, yeah, yeah, <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, just now, yeah. Do you want to shoot Aisha a text? <laughs> yeah, sure. Just finishing a podcast, oh my god. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh get my ready. Way. Get the idea <laughs> of everything.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so you're, um, you are from North Macedonia,
1: um, yeah so they they yeah they just changed the name to uh, North Macedonia recently how recently I don't know I think it's like a couple of what is it 23 couple of years maybe or 2019 I don't remember when Ooh, they actually signed very the agreement recent. yeah very very recent and uh, um, yeah well it's it's a small country it's in oh, yeah. set in the Balkans uh, we've got a very nice like lake called Ochri's Lake. For. It's like the most beautiful gem of the country. It's the oh, oldest lake um, in Europe or mm-hmm. I oldest and I think one of the deepest lakes as well. In Europe there's like this endemic trout, like a fish that you can eat find there and only there and in Lake Baikal in Russia. It's it's a very nice fish. Uh, obviously, when you do go there, um, everyone says that they're selling that fish. Yeah. And a tourist, You're selling it to me right get, now. And gets down buy it. all yeah. the time. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So. Are you getting a cut from
1: the Department of Tourism? I am totally getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the ambassador, the yeah. Macedonian ambassador. It's wonderful.
0: <laughs> so uh, I want to get into this more. But before we do, we're going to do our confused statements, which is a segment of the podcast where we do a little rant about something that we find uh baffling or that confuses us about British culture and I can go first to demonstrate and then if you feel like you have one you can you can do one as well um okay so I think I have one um, this is what I have um I am an immigrant and I'm confused about public education being incredibly expensive in the United Kingdom it makes no sense Uh, my brother went to university in spain he had a degree he has a degree he did two master's degrees how much do you think um he spent uh, entirely for his education i do not know because we don't speak about money but if i had to guess i would say probably like a a thousand euros for the whole thing probably or like not a lot more than that i have paid Probably upwards of thirty-eight thousand. I'm in debt thirty-eight thousand pounds or so. I don't know. I, I don't check because that is depressing to look at it. But I I have a degree and a master's here that I did here in London, and I'm deeply in debt because of it. And it was like I went to a public university. So how does that even make sense? It makes no sense. Um and and I know that it wasn't always like that. And I've got like all the friends who went to uni for like peanuts and I don't know what's happening, and it's just, it makes no sense, and it's outrageous. And why is it called public? If it's cost a lot of money, it should just be, just change the name, just say like, fancy private university, and then you can charge whatever you want. That's it.
1: <laughs> okay, ran okay. over, yeah. you tell them, you yeah. tell them, Pablo, you tell them. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, this, the system here, I think, I tried to apply a long time ago, uh, because I was I was living in Malta. Yeah, That's where it kind of started, and, and I really wanted to move well, I, I really wanted to, to go to the U.S., first of all, and that was difficult with uh, getting the visa and, and all of that mm, stuff. Yeah. So then there was some people from the U.K. coming to uh, Macedonia at the time, and I thought, you know, um, let's look at the opportunities there. And it was like £16,000 a year or something yeah. like that. And the salaries back home were €250 Euros a month at the time. Oh so. My. I was like, this, this is not going to happen. It
0: it's not going to happen. Yeah,
1: so I somehow ended up in Malta. And, uh, you know, uh, European Union has good standards on, on providing good rates, good yeah. fees for like yeah like school fees and things like that. So that was the affordable option. Yeah. Um,
0: Spain, Spain, I think you can do your degree for like 500 euros or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's Bless. probably what it costs. Yeah. Bless. Bless. And Bless. master's is
0: a little bit more expensive but not a lot more.
1: You take all the five hundred euros for a degree, and then you know you become a matador. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does make yeah, sense. you have
0: to do a degree in in bullfighting because in, yeah. that's something that as well. I'm and like throwing as well. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> kind of like burning a premise <laughs> with this, but something that happens well in the UK that doesn't happen anywhere else is that people study things that I'm never gonna do for a living. Right, yeah. and I feel like in Spain, like if you study something, you can you've signed your your fate for life. Yeah. So that's bizarre to me as well. I understand
1: that. Well, because I I think that's normal because you have less opportunity. Yeah. So... uh, Here? No. in Me, personally. uh, No, (laughs) you personally, (laughs) because you're dead and the baby chair is... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I think in places like, you know, a lot of European countries and a lot of around the Mediterranean, Balkan countries as well, so when there's a lack of opportunity, then you kind of have to narrow down the focus and say, okay, well, I really have to study, if I'm going to study this, this is... You don't have a lot of options of, oh, I changed my mind and I'm going to change something. Because sometimes I feel like that in places like London, where it is a place of opportunity, but also at the same time, um because you can change a lot of you know you have private courses and stuff you can in two years time you can say yeah. okay i'm gonna go do an internship and become a lawyer etc etc et but then i think you lose out on the quality because things change fast so
0: mm, yeah
1: yeah so it, you know because it
0: too specialized
1: no not because you're too specialized but if you're going to jump from you know if you if you have two years or a like year and you've done an accounting course and now you're an accountant you you're not gonna know Accounting the same way that someone has been through the studies mm. and has gone an internship and has gone an experience. Yeah. So, uh, the self taught thing comes with its own like sort of disadvantages. Yeah. So you're gonna get l- less quality of that profession. Yeah. Because um, you've been simply experiencing it less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it it kind of goes both ways, but uh, yeah, thirty eight thousand pounds.
0: Probably, I stopped looking, looking at it when I was like, this is no, I'm mean, never o- going down.
1: But <laughs> well, only five years ago, 38,000 pounds, it will get you, like, a nice, decent one-bed flat in city centre in my hometown, like a nice, like, mm. with, with a nice view and all this. So it's almost unimaginable to, to spend it on uh, uh, education where you go to class twice a week and then you get yeah. drunk on campus and you yeah, get chlamydia. Yeah, literally, yeah. 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 So 38,000 pounds worth of chlamydia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all the neurons that I kill by smoking pot every day.
1: And, <laughs> I think the whole thing about that is that um, it's the background, yes? So it's in, in your CV, if you arrived here and you did Goldsmiths or whatever, because when I arrived here with my yeah. uh, grades from back home, even in Malta, because. They like not,
0: spit on it. Yeah, they're like, they oh, well, this is not it. part of the EU system, it, yeah.
1: education, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you're like, what well, so what did I study for? Yeah. Nothing. Like, just give me some sort of an exam And They you wipe their and ass
0: pull. with it and throw it at your face and yeah. say, like, yeah. get out Literally. of here. Yeah. You feel the immigrant. Yeah, that's yeah. happened to me as well. Yeah.
1: So um, you're starting from scratch.
0: Yeah. I mean, I. Yay, comedy. I. I. Yay, I, comedy. <laughs> I. I. Uh, <laughs> I. Um, I mean, for, you know, it is outrageous the amount of money that I had to spend to study here. I have to say, like a little bit of like a sliver of truth here. It's it has served me well. Like I feel like I've I've used the the skills and the contacts I've made mm-hmm. in in my education, and I chose my degree where like I studied film and I work in film, so we did it. But um, it's still already like I I if it were up to me, education would be free, because otherwise we're just like we're just enabling like rich people to like hog all the or the education like we can't yeah. that can be That's not right that's yeah not right. Anyway, yeah do you have anything that you are confused about
1: uh, in this country in particular well ma- yeah. many things um uh first i don't know how to dress for the weather that's okay <laughs> that's definitely like you come out and it's sunny and you you're in your shorts and then it, it rains and then you go out inside and you get like a Hoodie and then it snows and you go back and you get a fluffy jacket and then it's it's sunny again and uh, re- Really confused this this land even even British people even your land doesn't doesn't want you It's telling you you know God is telling you this should be an uninhabitable island and yet you 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 persevere I, I really admire that you persevere despite God pissing down on you and um, um there there are some things I am, I'm confused about um like you know I've I've mentioned some of this stuff in my set but this this is more like the way you you treat dogs and the way you treat homeless people it's like you if you if you see a stray dog on the streets there'll be like five people hogging the dog and be like oh and they'll be like once I saw this he was very drunk this man and he was just passed out uh, on the pavement and nobody was he was just walking by yeah Like everyone just like huddling around. Oh, poor dog. This guy was like choking on his tongue there, like. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in places like my country that, you know, that wouldn't happen. They walk homeless people on leashes as they should. You go check on the man first. (laughs) You go check on the man, see if he's unconscious, you know, take his wallet. Then you go go help the dog, then you go help Uh, the dog. So there's a hierarchy
0: of things. I I empathize with both things. well, first of all, the the weather. I, I when I look at like British history, I see the trouble that the Romans went through to conquer mm-hmm. this land, this mm-hmm. island, and it was hard.
2: Yeah.
0: And they struggle, and like they could like that's why all the all the Celtic culture remains in the north because like for, for centuries they couldn't conquer it, and mm-hmm. that's like I wish I could go back in time. It's like it's not worth it. Like, don't bother like if you're just you're you're just in the summer because like that's the best time to like conquer to yeah. go, go pillaging and all that stuff yeah. but if you stay there for a year you're going to hate it and you, you're <laughs> going to regret that you, you ever came in the first place well but
1: yeah I agree with you I think that's why you know Adrian's Wall and all of that which was in uh, where's Northumbria yeah. or something like that and I think that's where they stopped there because they, they looked out further and they're like well this, yeah. is, this is the end this is pretty much yeah. the end of the world here. We, yeah. we don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. go back to London. Yeah. And the
0: war was preventative. It yeah. was not a defense uh, mechanism <laughs> as much as we like just yeah. Yeah. Anyone
1: there, after passing this yeah. wall, the the fate yeah. lies in the hands of the gods. I, I agree. Reason. I think well, I mean h- historically we can we can talk about for many things of, <laughs> like historically where they have they have a rich rich history definitely in, in Britain. <laughs> Um, they sure do, yeah. <laughs> There's but you know, any, anywhere you have like a lot of um, obviously, they had the, the days of the empire,
0: yeah. Also, I mean, it's because we live in London, probably. But the the I've met more homeless people here than ever I ever did growing up, probably. When mm-hmm. I was growing up, there was the one homeless people of the town, it's yeah. not a big town. And uh, he was homeless, but he was homeless because like he was kind of like a free spirit. You know what I mean? Like he had somewhere uh-huh. to go to sleep if he really wanted to. Right. But he was like, and he he wears like a cowboy hat. I he yeah. was like dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was like a it was like a whitewash portrait of homelessness. He oh, yeah. was like oh he he makes homelessness look so fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But then you come here and you see like real homelessness and just like camping, uh, in like Mayfair yeah. with like uh like a cowboy cardboard ford yeah
1: um
0: and that is like yeah it's pretty shocking
1: um yeah that's tough man i think that's that's the direct consequence of capitalism and you have that a lot in america as well because it's like it's a bit of a wild west syndrome you know like every cowboy for himself every man yeah. for himself and uh, they're just left to their own device like that's it You're either, either are or you either you are you are left
0: to their own generational wealth
1: yeah yeah and and i think that doesn't maybe i don't know how it is in spain you know yeah. i think balkan countries or maybe like macedonia montenegro these are all small places where you know f- you have like a big network of family and yeah. a big network of cousins and and a big net it's a all community based and i don't think the community would let you down to the point where you are on the streets homeless you know yes even if you're in very big debt or something yes. you know there will always be somebody to like cushion yeah. you when you're falling down, yeah. you know? I
0: like what the podcast is turning into. Welcome to Confused Communists. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast that we... We, we uh, finished yeah. yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I have an interesting piece of information here. Uh, some website or another describes you as
1: probably the only
0: North Macedonian comedian working in the UK. Is that true?
1: Um, I have not heard of any Macedonians um, that are... I mean I don't know I really don't know huh. there must be there must be some other Macedonian bloke yeah. somewhere going but about working this working in and...
0: the UK though um, yeah. the comedy circle is it that big in the UK? no it's you've, not that big you'd run into them if, if they were there you'd yeah. probably seen them
1: um, to my to my like yeah. knowledge I haven't met another Macedonian I know comedian. I feel
0: like that's such a cool claim to fame in a way because yeah. I feel like if you make Who's going to, who's going to, like, there's no room for parallel thinking. There's no room for, like, no one's going to be stepping yeah. on the jokes if, you, if you're, if like, really specific. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I feel like if I'm on a lineup yeah. and when there's, like, a bunch of, like, gay guys in the lineup, I'm, like, something's going to get at here. <laughs> or when someone has, like, long hair and a beard, it's, like, someone's going to make a joke, joke about looking like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you are just having the us is more regional you know I mean?
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right there, there is the freedom there of, of saying what yeah. you want because nobody can but then you know um it's a regional thing and uh, you know I was once at the fringe where I promoted my show as oh the the only Macedonian at the fringe so the best Macedonian at the fringe yeah. by nice. by default but you know in in places where you're surrounded by by um, regional differences you yeah. can play a lot on that so oh, obviously yeah, sure. i obviously like to take a dip at you know the macedonia greece relationship macedonia bulgaria relationship etc etc yeah but you know only poking fun in a sort of yeah. lighthearted way and i only do it because sometimes i feel like when you go when you go to these places um politically there's always like a lot of tension you know yes a lot of and tension so... a
0: lot of friction between greece and north Macedonia. correct
1: Uh, Well, now that I think that dissipated, it used to be stronger. But yeah, still I get the, you know, occasional, I would, I call them positive heckles, you know, where I go, I'm from Macedonia and and they're like, oh, you know, Macedonia is Greek and blah, blah. And then you, you enter this sort of like chat, but it's always been in good spirit here. Yeah. I feel like Balkan people, once you take them out from the Balkans and they're in another place, suddenly we're like oh we're, we're we're mates we're mates yeah nice um, um, it's nice um, to yeah.
0: see that that camaraderie yeah between yeah
1: but something i can't get used to here in the uk is um like uh, the nonchalant way of everyone saying thank you and sorry yeah, uh, yeah. B- because uh, it doesn't really mean anything i know yeah is it's that
0: good or bad
1: it you know it, at a surface level it's nice yeah because you feel appreciated for what you do you know like a bus driver taking you home every night. You're saying thank you to the bus driver. That's nice. You well, wait, There's your...
0: someone providing a service. I always say please and thank you when I'm in a transactional interaction, yeah. right? To yeah. to like a cashier, to my dry cleaner, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but if I like when you say to like someone that you just like stepped on. Yeah. On the, on the tube yeah. like maliciously stepped up <laughs> and you're like I'm oh, sorry I'm and you're so saying, oh, sorry yeah, so sorry that you're a cunt <laughs> yeah. and then he's like yeah
1: yeah then it, then it turns into yeah, yeah. passive aggressive
0: that is a bit absurd but yeah it does it does like uh, deprive the word of meaning a little bit but yeah um, mm. so when when do you come to the U- so you came from North Macedonia you went to Malta and from Malta you went to the UK correct?
1: yeah that was the...
0: You went to Malta to study?
1: Yeah. So what did you I, study? I first enrolled and studied humanities for a little bit. So sure. it, was, it was a new course and I took you could pick any subjects from humanities. So Lovely. I took a bit of uh, film media, English literature. I took philosophy. I took about four subjects in philosophy and yeah. three in theater.
0: All very employable skills. Very say. transferable yeah. skills. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I now work at McDonald's. Um, so then, in the second year, I had to specialize. So I, I went into theater and philosophy, and then final year, I just did theater performance art. Basically. Oh, I see. So, um, yeah. wait, like, do you take performance
0: art because you wanted to learn to perform? Yeah, How I started appear? off
1: as an actor in my local theater. When I was very young, and I used to go there after school. Nice. My uncle was there in the theatre, so it was very inspiring. In North Macedonia. Yeah, it was. I, lo- in my I hometown, fetishize Kumano. people
0: who have. We used to do theatre when they were kids because I never did it and I, right. I feel like I would have been really happy if I had
1: oh it was yeah. a magical time yeah yeah it was a magical it was I. it made me who I am today acting uh, in theatre it was uh, we did we did a few comedies when I was in high school then we did uh, like a realist adaptation of Les Miserables mm. so we had some singing but with the choir the actors didn't sing it was just yeah. sort of adapted and you know that that was that was a really good time, you know, to go out. I was getting into I was playing Jean Valjean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They needed someone like raw looking with a big nose like Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lots of great parts for uh, or as
1: the director called it, unconventional beauty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. I mean,
0: he was right. Come on, yeah. Own it up. But yeah. Um, so when you went from Malta to yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm taking that compliment, yeah. It's the only one you get inside, yeah. when you went from Malta to the UK were you were you hoping to pursue acting? was that the plan?
1: Uh, yeah I wanted to sign up for like a master's degree or something like that and I did a couple of, a few auditions I realised that it was a bit of a some of it felt like a bit of a scam because there was 3000 people everyone would get charged 100 pounds you know just to audition
0: it was Mm -hmm. a way
1: of them making money and, uh, to audition for the
0: for the masters.
1: Yeah, for the. Yeah, yeah. What,
0: what? Do you remember? It was at any particular acting school?
1: Yeah, there was a few of them. Um, well? uh, there's no point in in naming them uh, because.
0: <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> no, there.
1: no. I would just say that. Um, oh, he's And one of the auditions, I had a casting director, and uh, she gave me a scene to read, and I read it out, and she said, "Oh, you know, brilliant voice, you know, um, but with that accent." We can't, we can't go very far I said So everyone was like Oh I said "Wait, wait, wait let, Can you explain What you mean by mm-hmm. that And she said Oh well you know Unless we need A, a one legged Macedonian In World War One, You know We can't cast you As Dave And all that I'm like Why I said Well because you, you don't You don't look like Dave I'm like But, but it's called acting <laughs> You know I'm, I can act no. Um you know it, it, do you watch a t- tv and you see somebody getting shot in a film and then you see him in another film it's like he got shot how is he in another film it's called acting yeah
0: i know um was uh, can i ask this was it um was the course that you were going for was it specialized in theater was it more acting for the screen, or was it both?
1: Uh, I think one of the auditions was theater, and the other three was uh, no two were theater, two were screen. Screen, yeah.
0: And you, do you get similar comments about your accent in in diff, in like in both realms?
1: Um, no, it's one was uh, one audition was really strange. I had prepared a a very kind of monologue from a blockbuster film. It was from uh, Spectre, James Bond. Mm. And uh, f- uh, nice. I, f- I prepared the monologue of Raúl, um, playing the villain when he comes down the elevator and Can I just down. say
0: great choice? Because you Lovely. know what happens to people with accents, and I'm speaking yeah. for myself as well. I even mean, though yeah. mine has shrunk throughout the years, but still yeah. kind of there. Yeah. Um, they just get to play the villain. Yeah. They can't. We can only play the villain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I went for the for the stereotype. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, you want to see? Let's. And then I did my monologue, and um, the lady there, the casting director, or, or she's she's like, oh, this, this is yeah. a blatant copy of the original monologue. Yeah, you, this is so one dimensional. And she, and it's it's also weird because everyone is in the room. You're getting berated from. Uh, so she said. She's just
0: roasting you. Yeah, yeah. She right. was just roasting me. And yeah. She said,
1: "Do you have do you have another monologue? And. Um, I don't, I don't think she expected this and I had in my pocket I had the final moments of John Proctor in the crucible before he gets hanged Ooh, okay. and it's a very powerful very passionate plea for justice and uh and it also helped because she made me angry and there was lots of anger in that nice. so I just turned the whole thing around and just went for the monologue and did it and I could tell you know you see her you know pupils widening that she was uh, impressed by it um and then she said, do it again. And then she just cut me off of there. And I, I knew that at this point, I wouldn't even want to work with this teacher. Yeah. Because there was just so much. She brought so much animosity in the mm. room. And, you know, there was students there. Other people who were like saying, oh, that was a great monologue, man. I'm sorry she said this and that. I'm like, hey, look, you know, th- this, is, this, yeah. this is how they like to conduct themselves. That's fine. Um... I was at a point where I was starting to break a little bit into stand-up, and...
0: You were already in the UK, right?
1: Yeah, I came to the UK to audition, I was still living in Malta, and um, I didn't know what to do, I I didn't find... uh, I was already at a point where uh, I was losing my spark for the theatre, because I found it constrictive, and I I thought stand-up is just so liberating. Yeah. And also I can I can I, I can make jokes about disgusting director, yeah, yeah. So there you go.
0: Yeah. To therapy. Um can I ask because you said you came to UK Welcome to Welcome to my TED
1: Talk about mental mm-hmm. health. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you said um you said that you came to the UK to audition, but I have a theory, um, because this is true for myself, it must be true for everyone else. Um <laughs> because that's how it works. No. I feel like most people who move to, like, move abroad, they have the official story and they have the real story, right? Okay. Like the, the official reason and the real reason, right? Yeah. So, for example, my official reason is, like, I came here to go to uni. That's yeah. the official version. Wow. But the real version is that, um, that my parents found gay porn in the family computer and it was easier to move <laughs> to another country than talk about it. So I just, like... Packed up my suitcase
1: because I'm
0: I'm good.
1: Yeah. So okay. I've, I mean I've been trying to get rid of my parents for a long time and <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was the Yeah, that that's, was the, the, that's
0: what you have to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not uh, gay,
1: but maybe I should try yeah. it, just leaving. I'll
0: send you a, a link and then next porn. time you're uh, next time you're visiting your parents, you just like casually leave it open and what happens.
1: Um <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might be in for a surprise. My dad just I might find him I might catch him watching it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Um, so do you have is this true for you do you have like the official version and the real version
1: i mean it was a mix of things you know Uh, i I had already immigrated to malta and i was i know i wanted to be for a long time try something in an english-speaking country and uh, it was a mishmash of things i was with somebody at the time she wanted to move as well to the uk I said, you know what? Let's 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 go try it out. Let's see what's the story. You know. Yeah. And then I got here, and then I was like, oh, okay. This yeah. is this is it. Like nothing works. Nobody cares. Well, it's just like back home. I like it. I think I'm gonna stay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> feels familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of cozy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, you were dating some other time, mm. and she was also interested in moving to the UK. Mm. Uh, because if you fail to mention that, I was gonna bring up a line from your stand-up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah where you say that a girl made you come to the UK? Yeah, um, that's not exactly what you say, but yeah, yeah. they can they can look up the devil in tundra <laughs> if they want to. Yeah, yeah, girl made me um,
1: come. Multi- yeah, multiple times.
0: Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, and um, <laughs> um, so this part of it, do you was it? did he feel reassuring that he was not just moving by yourself to another country He was like oh can i can't have a plan with this person was that part of that was any part of that was comforting or?
1: absolutely yeah I, I think definitely you know to be to be able to you know even for accommodation for everything well yeah it was uh, difficult to find like a place because we didn't have an address we didn't have a bank account and then it's, it was like a chicken or the egg situation where you have to find a bank account to find yeah. an address and all this. Um, I remember I didn't I didn't quite get used to London straight away. I'm a like I'm a summer boy. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed like the summers in Malta, Macedonia oh, as no. well during okay. summer. Because you're Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yeah. Are you Mediterranean? Well yeah, him? Balkan Mediterranean. Okay. Some, yeah, we we get the sub Saharan climate. Mediterranean.
0: Yeah. Or so I describe myself as. Yeah. I'm the yeah. the fairest person. Yeah. Yeah. I ever
1: was born yeah. in the Mediterranean, yeah. Yeah, I just found it very kind of... It, it was just getting used to it. I got a job as a waiter and just... Yeah. It was just the grind, that's all I remember. Getting yeah. onto all these open mics. I did the King Gong show, it was my third gig in the UK. And the first time I did it, I was on like uh, 16th or something like that. And there was... Um, the, they were getting really rowdy. There was a guy who came up before me and he was like, Hi, my name's Dave, I'm Irish. And they booed him off stage. And, and then the MC went on, and our next act, Vlad Illich. come on Vlad, don't be shit. Um, <laughs> so I went on and I had a joke about the Royals, um, which uh, worked with half the room, but yeah. not enough. And then at one point I'm hearing all this like noise and I'm thinking, oh, is there something wrong with the, the speakers, something. Oh no, it was people booing. <laughs> it was people. Yeah. So Same anyway.
0: Weird feedback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What um, is that? But yeah.
1: So I took that really personally, and that actually helped because I wasn't taking comedy seriously until that point, which is ironic.
0: Until you got booed off stage.
1: Yeah, and I went back, and I won it six months later with nice. like a proper set, because I I was kind of happy
0: ending story.
1: Yeah, happy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a happy ending story. Yeah. kind of. Um, it's beautiful. It's not as scary as people as you think in your head. Once you go out there people are actually smiling even though when they're booing you off they're like yeah. Like they're booing off but they're like, you know, come back another time and, yeah, and yeah, win yeah, it. For sure, you know, yeah. they're they're still rooting for you.
0: Yeah. I yeah. always when I whenever I did a gong show I always take took it really personally mm-hmm. if I got booed off stage, which it was like largely like yeah. every time except for two times I think. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not a yeah yeah I'm not a like that wasn't even a gun show people were just booing yeah brewing, yeah. Um, yeah I I think it's, it's wonderful that I that I even like try to even go into comedy because I just I feel like I don't have a I don't have like a run of the mill sense of humor or yeah. a likable personality so I think that's wonderful for people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you you once said. Um, that North Macedonia's population is so small that when you open Tinder you see everyone. Um so I was yeah, gonna it's ask a, it's
1: a WhatsApp group.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So is is that so I was gonna ask you if that's why you moved to the UK, but I guess my question because I you already told me why you moved to the UK, was your partner at the time English? British?
1: No, she's she was uh, Maltese.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's almost like you met halfway Oh no, she was she was from Malta.
1: She was from Malta. So you met
0: in Malta? And you were like, yeah.
1: Yeah, we met on the stage. It was like, uh, yeah. So uh, someone had dropped out, and they was they were doing. She this was the
0: understudy. You were the understudy.
1: No, I was. She. I was way younger than her. She was. Uh, the
0: understudy in the play.
1: Oh, the understudy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. You someone. Could
0: say someone called in sick or whatever. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So who had to
0: fill in? You filled or Yeah, in, actually, who she filled someone
1: in? someone saw me at um, the student whatever workshops yeah. and recommended me recommended me because they were asking for a role to be played in Eastern European in yeah. Eastern European language. So there was a role for me. I spooked in last minute, and I lived very far from the theater. And the producer gave me the number her number and said. Oh, she lives close by, maybe try her, maybe she can give you lifts. Yeah. To, to the theater. And uh, then we met, and I was like... Well, I called yeah. her, and she thought I was, like, a Russian film director. She thought she was getting the role of her lifetime, you know? She was waiting for this call. Yeah. And instead, she was yeah. asking... You like yes, I am
0: <laughs> Russian <film>
1: director. <laughs> and and then, new- if you want yeah. this role, you have to drive me to the theater <laughs> <Yeah>. every day.
0: <laughs> uh, that's kind of romantic, though, that you met like on stage. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it it was, yeah, you could say it was it was romantic. I'm slightly hesitant to talk about it, uh, because, not not because of anything. It's just like uh, it's in my past now. I'm sure. over it. Yeah. And um it was
0: speaking of your past <laughs> your your life in North Macedonia but uh, how how is your upbringing like mom, dad siblings?
1: Yeah I have uh, a brother sibling older brother his name is Anton he's still in Malta he lives there. He was actually he came to London first and and didn't like it and moved back. he's like don't yeah it's no he like, was like <laughs> yeah, yeah do what you want it wasn't it wasn't for him I don't know he it was mm. his decision and uh, just
0: the two of you just the two of us yeah and we can we can make give. Give you um
1: yeah, yeah my mom <laughs> my mom lived there for a while as well my dad but my dad is back in uh, back home and uh
0: your mom lived in the uk do you say
1: no no my mom no in malta oh malta from. we were and basically moved
0: to malta as well
1: yeah we were okay. all like these you know typical you know migrant family moving away to work because there was there was lack of, uh, you know, financially incentivized yeah, to yeah. go and get the money.
0: What's the vibe in North Macedo- Macedonia? Do you feel like people are really attached to the land or are they more like itinerant? Do they, do they move around?
1: There's a, yeah. And I think also there's a huge diaspora of Macedonians. Yeah, Australia, Canada, uh-huh. you know, Germany, Sweden. There's, there's maybe 250,000 Macedonians. Mm. Who are registered? God knows how many more that are yeah. like don't want to sign off that they live there, and I th- I feel like that the diaspora is more attached to back home. Fair anyway. enough. Yeah. We just yeah.
0: Your dad always stayed back. He says. Yeah. So, your brother moved to Malta. Your mom moved to Malta. You were probably to you were you were still in. I was studying in yeah.
1: Malta. Yeah. Well, my your, my dad was working abroad constantly as well. Uh, up until maybe 2005 or something like that he lived in Malta he stayed in Malta for a bit but he's at home now he's retired
0: do you have any fond memories of living in North Macedonia
1: many and I still go there often yeah I think I started going more often now after uh, my grandiose uh, breakup and (laughs) then I started you know kind of just because um, when you when I left, I hadn't really seen any other place, so I thought, oh, you know it must be really bad here, and everywhere else yeah. is great, you know the West is great, and then i I went to the west and I realized, oh, you know, you start appreciating things back home the that, that work, yeah, you know for sure, uh but it comes you,
0: with h as well a little bit right?
1: yeah, it's just that you know the laws get bended there quite easily, so. You know, this really? law...
0: Are you saying that you are a criminal back in Northwestern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, now I can come a out officially criminal, as a yeah. drug dealer. That's why I have two <laughs> phones. Nice. And And, uh, no, so I wanted a place where at least I know that, you know, at least law, you know, held this sort of things worked, you know, because hospitals back home, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. You know, just the basic stuff, law, hospitals, corruption in the government oh. yeah stuff like that
0: things that are amazing Yay. in the uk yeah no no complaints no complaints whatsoever um so so you you go back all the time you said I, we saw you say you're close with your family
1: yeah, uh yeah i could say that i mean i'm saying that um uh, yeah uh, so yeah. they've
0: done write you of the will right now you just have to say that <laughs> no no
1: I'm, I'm very close to them when, when I see yeah. them for like a couple of weeks and yeah, yeah. most of the time if I'm away yeah, yeah. I, can, I love them so much
0: yeah not I, that I'm 6,000 miles away yes I relate yeah. to that yeah the friction you know the proximity brings the friction and this, yeah. yeah that's not good but you uh, you took your girlfriend Aisha to North Macedonia recently for a wedding mm-hmm. and you were actually I was going to bring this up regardless but you showed me the pictures as well before we yeah. started recording which is so nice and lovely mm-hmm. of you <laughs> But I happen to know that you decided that it would be like a great idea to take your girlfriend to the police station <laughs> in North Macedonia. Can you tell me that story? And don't, don't
1: skip any details, please. <laughs> right. So because she has uh, an EU passport and um, you have to, if you go to Macedonia, you have to go to the police station and register there that you're staying somewhere, wherever you're staying. But do you? Yeah, well, okay. you, you don't have to have to, but mm-hmm. we were following the whole legal right. procedure. So the, you just came
0: from the UK where the laws have followed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> T- the, so you were like, we're following the law. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. become I've become British yeah. that way.
1: And uh, so we went to the police station with the owner of the accommodation there where we were staying. Right. And um, she gave her the ID card to the police guy and he, was, he looked at it he was like, Okay, but where is she staying? And she was like, so and so in this address. It's like, well, the address is different on your ID card. Where are you staying? So oh, I'm staying here. And he was like, are you, are you married? And she said, yeah, I'm married. And um, in, in Macedonia, by law, when you get married and if you moved, you have three months to change the address. And she had not changed the address. So then he was like, when did you get married? And then she tried to lie and backdated in her head, but he caught her. And he was like, do you understand that, you know, you should have changed the address in, like, three months' time and this and this and that, and you're not, like, abiding by the laws and this and that. And then they... It was, like, very... It didn't even... It I'm wasn't even about confused. us. I'm
0: very Are you, are you
1: married? No, no, it was... She was, uh, she was, was lying about being her. married. He was asking the... Are you sure? No, he was asking the lady who owns the accommodation. Oh, I see. Right. So, then what happened was... She was like, look, it's fine. We're colleagues. And he was like, what do you mean? Are you with the police? And then she pulls out a badge. He was like, well, that's not the police badge. She's like, yeah, I'm with the financial police. this
0: is your your airbnb house or whatever yeah
1: this is basically she is like saying well i have a bigger dick than you i'm with the financial police so so you're gonna have to let it go so unhinged yeah and then i'm just telling aisha like no don't worry she's like oh my god it's like like back in kazakhstan (laughs) (laughs) and and then he was like okay just you know take this form and fill it out and we'll get it sorted and then as she was filling out the form he was like she gave it back in, and he was like, "Okay, well, I did you a favor now, so you need to do me a favor, because uh, I have a cousin and he need help in the financial police."
2: And the, then they the stayed, stayed for another, yeah,
1: they stayed for another that. half an hour. And I told asha "Let's go out for a cigarette, because yeah. they gotta sort this out between them." It was like the most Macedonian thing I I've seen. That. It was like so, and I, I'm happy we had that experience because it was so I love full that. on, like. Well, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours.
0: So you had to go with you, Aisha, and the landlady. Yeah. The three of you to the police station.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's when they discovered that the landlady didn't have, like, her details up to date, etc., cetera, yeah. et cetera,
1: Yeah. And then, because they, they were not going to allow her yeah. to, to register Aisha yeah. for some reason. So then she was like, okay, this doesn't work. Let's skip to the, boom, here's my badge. Come on, I let's love clear that. this I out. love
0: that so much, and I love <laughs> that, that they stayed after to like seal yeah. the deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then they, you know, they did the wow, back yeah. Well, yeah. and was that like the first Macedonian experience that Aisha had? Yeah, that was I love very very first it. First it's like most the most full, you, she gets the full picture. She's like, yeah. This, welcome to my North Macedonia. Yeah, 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 totally. It does. I know I'm romanticizing corruption, but yeah. so come for me. Like, what, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah.
1: I, I have the badge as well. So yeah. basically You just you just, you just pay for away. it and then
0: they give it to you. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I took it from her. Yeah. <laughs> she had a reserve.
0: Yeah. And um mm. I know I'm romanticising corruption a little bit, but there's something really I don't know, it sounds really Yeah, loose. <laughs> It sounds really lovely. Like yeah. you just go there and this if you, like in any other scenario if you have like out of date documents, you have to come two weeks later to like, yeah. you know with like everything in order and here it's like you know you know i'm a good person you know me i'm a good person
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you you know it also goes the other way as well because if you don't have those powers or if you're not yeah then you you know you're getting screwed over big time and then you gotta pick up the phone you got you have to know someone you have to know someone to get you to get you out of that and unfortunately people who are at the you know at the at the most um at the fringes of society, who yeah. don't really know people, it can be tough for them.
0: What were you? What were the connections in your family? Do you? What was? What was your family connected to? Who was your lifeline?
1: Uh, I can get uh, free chewing gums and <laughs> local drugstore.
0: Okay. Because, like your dad worked there, no.
1: Um, no. no I mean yeah. C- connections. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my uncle uh, worked at the theater, so. I mean. The that's, important that's no, r-
0: The important ones. Yeah, yeah.
1: That, but that's a double-edged sword, you know. They yeah. they could be like oh who's your uncle that guy Oh, okay you're never he getting a, any money yeah, yeah <laughs> you're never getting a job here yeah. so um there's
0: something always. else that happened to now that happened to you I guess this is rather recently and it happened to you in the UK mm-hmm. you're, and if this is not okay for me to say we will cut it out okay yeah. your rent payment got blocked. When the <laughs> Ukraine war started, is that,
1: is this true? Yeah, this is true, yeah.
0: Because your name, I guess it sounds a bit yeah, like
1: Slavic. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it sounds very Russian and it was total, it's this uh, f- element of xenophobia in the UK, you know? Right. They just uh, saw a Russian looking name and they blocked my payment. Uh, and they Do said, you want to
0: say the name of the bank?
1: Yeah, Wise Bank. You know what you did,
0: Wise Bank, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, C-U-N-T-S yes. um, So they blocked it for international sanctions review And I was like, what? Just just based on my name, yeah. I'm kidding And then they were like, oh, you need to send in your passport And all of this stuff I'm like, I don't need to send you anything Like, know, you, you yeah. know, go and talk to my bank if you need my ID or whatever But like, you can't just, that's that's like a basic human like." Who was asking for your passport? The, the bank The bank, yeah I was like, that's, that's just ridiculous, I'm, like, you know, I told my landlord, you know what, I, I don't even have to pay at this point, you know, I'll just pay you cash or whatever, it was, yeah, I was...
0: That is so fucked up. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was like, we need your details to prove that you're not Russian, okay, but shall also, I walk in with a what t-shirt, if you were I'm Russian. not Russian.
0: Yeah, what if you were Russian, uh, is the war your fault?
1: Yeah did, you, well. yeah, did you
0: start? Yeah,
1: yeah, that was I was I was about <laughs> yeah. that. Things yeah. like that really just I just kick off. Uh, that.
0: that's terrible. Yeah,
1: and even then my landlord got a bit paranoid. He's like, Vlad, you know, is there is there something you know telling me? Are you Russian? Yeah, so, I was like, me, I also, told you, I'm from Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> clearly, I mean, clearly, yeah. I,
1: this is the Manchester one. But yeah, but yeah, even if you were. But that um, was uh, there was another instance as well where my obviously my my passport um, had expired and I was using my my ID card and I had registered my ID card as the, my main document with the Home Office. Yeah. And uh, so I was getting employed and I show my ID card and they're like, "Oh, we need your passport." I'm like, "Well, my passport is expired, but my ID card is registered with the Home Office." They're like, "Oh, we we you can't ID is not valid." Yeah. I'm like. And then you you, can't, you have to explain because you're foreign. So immediately just the passport, anything else could be a scam. It's just the passport that can be. So then you have to go into this whole mouthful and say, okay, this is my main document registered with the home office under which I have the settlement scheme in the UK. I'm allowed to work hmm. travel until 2031, blah, blah, blah. But I get what, I get that people won't have the patience to say yeah. all this. And they just go, yeah, <laughs> twat. I know. Um, it's, so, it's, it's those little things, you know? I know. It's, Xenophobia is not, it's never direct in UK society. It's, it's never go back to your country. It's That'll always be too easy and you yeah. just
0: point it out. You would be like, yeah.
1: I wish I had my financial police badge.
0: I know, yeah. Of... So, it's been lovely interviewing you and now we have to take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna have uh, another guest and we're, together we're gonna play a game of Legally British. So, uh, see you after the break. Very Welcome back to Confused Immigrants. It's time for our segment Legally British. I object. In this segment, we have a confused immigrant and their token Brit compete against each other in a pop quiz of real life in the UK questions, which is the British citizenship test. Our Confusing we're going today, you know him already, the hilarious Vlad Illich. And he's talking British this episode. is his Balkan friend, Matthew. Uh, so this is interesting to me because I usually ask um, my my guests to bring a talking British person of their choice. Your choice was a bit unusual. Do you want to walk us through it? Um,
1: um, yeah. Why bas- do you want
0: to fight your compatriots? for uh for this title
1: yeah basically Matt, Matt is uh you were born here right yeah. born here but born in mm, London yeah born in London but he, he's got you know strong roots to his past um his parents are from um, um Macedonia and uh, I, I feel like I needed someone here who has like a car and can be my guarantor for rent <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got mad to participate.
0: Yeah, Are you going to lose some purpose to make sure, to ensure that you get a ride home?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, if you borrow me that baby chair. Maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here are the rules of the game, you guys. You'll both take turns answering a series of real questions pulled directly from the official live in the UK test. And you will both have one chance each to answer them. At the end, the person with the most questions answered correctly wins the game. The loser gets legally stripped of their citizenship, which gets handed over to the winner. Um, thank you, thank you so much for both for agreeing to this beforehand. Uh, it's uh, it's very generous of you. Um, also, do you have uh, do you do you have British citizenship? No. Well, this is a great opportunity for you to end British citizenship. Yes. Um, so if you win the game... I have to give him my passport. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and you'll just get deported, I guess, to... Do you have any other citizenship? Uh Yes. Okay, otherwise they'll just put you in a boat and, like, float you to international waters. So. That's how we... Yeah. That also sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let's begin. Um,
1: just don't go try looking for the Titanic. Too soon
0: Sad joke (laughs) I think, (laughs) I mean, yeah Um, The first question is for you, Mm Vlas. Vlas, what is the capital of England? Uh, And the questions, the options are the following A. if B. Edinburgh C. London Or D. Belfast
1: I would have to go with London C. London
0: like it's hard. That is correct. There is one <laughs> point. Okay, I was sweating it. There. I, don't
1: I, was, I don't know if you uh, yeah. thought you wouldn't get that for a I second. No well idea. done, Matt. <laughs> it was are really between, between Belfast and London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um the next question is for you, Matt. Uh and the question is who appoints life peers? The options are a the monarch, b the prime minister, c the shadow cabinet, or d the speaker.
3: I feel like you got a really hard question. I'm going to say
1: the monarch.
0: That is correct. Well done, Matt. That is one point for Matt. One point, one point for Vlad.
1: You know, every time you answer a British question correct, you're betraying your own country. <laughs> yeah. Just to let you know.
0: So really, wh- however well or oh, oh poorly you're doing this contest, you you're always going to... End up losing, but yeah, it's true. You're gonna betray your home country yeah. or you're gonna lose your citizenship <laughs> and be the Uh, but good luck, and, uh, <laughs> no pressure. Which of the following is the charity that works with all people? My neighbors have decided to start drilling at this very moment. <laughs> I wonder if I should wait or just like plunge through.
1: I think we're good now.
0: Go, 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 go. I'm gonna repeat it. Vlad, the next question is for you. <laughs> We're gonna... You could have done that better.
1: I know. <laughs> this is. Horrible. It sounds like foxes shagging. I know.
0: Vlad, the next question is for you. Which of the following is the charity that works with old people? The options are: a) Shelter, b) Crisis, c) Cancer Research UK, or d) Age UK.
1: Um, I guess Age UK
0: yeah, Like a tar That is correct Well done Vlad You're crushing it so far Matt Vlad is, is Turning out to be A great competitor I mean, He really is So watch out Watch for, out for, for, for him The next question Matt is Where was Robert Burns From And the possible un- Answers are A Northern Ireland B Wales, C, Scotland, or D, England? I'm going to go for C, Scotland.
3: Uh,
2: well, that is correct.
0: Well done, uh, well, Matt. I you are crashing this. his home. You crashing there. this? You home?
1: No, 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 I, oh, I okay. went to visit his oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> the next question is for Vlad. Yeah. Vlad, where is Mr Burns from? The, and the options are A, Springfield, B, Shelbyville, C, Pleasantville, or D, Minnesota?
1: Uh, Mr Burns Mr Burns
0: and the options are A Springfield who's who's Mr
1: Burns (laughs) we're not talking about Robert Burns now. it's like another Burns
0: Mr Burns
1: Mr Burns
0: yeah do you know who Mr Burns is I feel
3: like coming in on this (laughs) one I mean mean, Mr Burns Burns. go ahead ahead. please by all means
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) is he can we just get a clue at least is he a musician or what is Mr Burns do
0: you know who Mr Burns is come on
1: Mr. Burns. Mr. B-U-R-N-S. I mean, it's, come on, like, do you know who Vladko Stefanos is I'm, I'm
3: going to go for Springfield. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burns, the unlovable character from The Simpsons. How is that in
1: Life in the UK?
0: Well, I don't make up the Life in the UK questions. This I is an actual
1: question. Them. I promise yeah.
3: you that as a child, on Channel 4 every day at 6 o'clock was Simpsons. Really? Up I mean, you're to...
0: making a very compelling case for uh, yeah, this piece of okay, American uh, culture.
1: Okay. <laughs> fair is fair. I failed it, yeah. so it's one, one wrong question.
0: The next question is for you, Matt. What is objectively the most disgusting British meal? And the options are the following. A. Babble and squeak. B. Jellied eels. C. Stargazy pie. Or D. The meal the Tories made out of telling people we were going to save £350 million a week if we left the EU. (laughs)
3: Uh, I'm going to go for jelly deals.
0: (laughs) That is not the correct answer. I am so sorry. The correct answer would have been D. (laughs) The meal the (laughs) Tories made out of telling people we were going to save Uh, £350 million a week if we left the EU. (laughs) Um, The next question is for you, Vlad. Which of the following slurs does not describe a British person? And the options are A, foghorn, B, chinless wonder, C, crumpet stuffer, or D, frog eater.
1: Um, which one of these doesn't describe? mm mm-hmm. uh, Do you want,
0: would you like me to repeat them for yeah, you? Yeah, please. The options are A, foghorn, B. Chinless wonder. C. Crumpet stuffer. Or D. Frog eater.
1: I don't know, I guess. I don't know. Chinless wonder? I
0: checked. I am so sorry. The correct answer is frog eater. That's actually Fra- a British one used for French people.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: right. Uh, all of these uh, have been <laughs> fact checked from. The slursdictionary.com, which is a real website. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Matthew, the next question is for you. What does marrying a British person automatically grant you? And the options are, A, indefinite leave to remain, B, British citizenship, C, great penmanship, or D, disappointing your Balkan mother.
3: I'm gonna go for the last one to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Made
1: mama proud.
0: That is correct. <laughs> and that is the end of our of our pop quiz. So Matthew is the winner with three points. Fair enough. Which means you poop. don't get the posters, <laughs> but you will be chased with uh picks and, and torches when you go back to Northern Macedonia by your compatriots. Um, so how how does how does this uh, win feel? What does it mean for you? Uh, I just want to thank my Balkan mother. Um, <laughs> you know,
3: that's, that's, obviously, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have known half half these questions. So, yeah, no, Good. it's I feel great about all this. Thank you.
0: Wonderful, because you are. <laughs> and cause she you, makes
1: great burek. Yeah, well. she
3: makes fantastic she? Yeah. burek.
0: Has yeah. she recovered from the fact that your partner is like a, an English lady, English rose?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think she's. she's, she's yeah, I think um, we now call her Svetlana. So, hi, oh, yeah, mean, yeah, we just, your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, we, her name's Becky, you've, but we you've call her Balkanized Svetlana. <laughs> yeah,
0: <You> we Balkanized. <laughs> your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Nice. Definitely, she's even into sort of like the Balkan fashion now. Huh.
1: She doesn't like Greek people, now. So. <laughs> oh
0: well, this, she's gonna fit right in. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this means that you're going to lose the only citizenship that you have <laughs> who do you think deserves uh, Vlad's citizenship more than he does now that he's lost it because you, you now you have it you have it in your power but you already presumably have a North Macedonian passport yep. so what are you going to do with the extra one who do you think deserves it more than Vlad
3: who do I think deserves the extra passport more than Vlad
0: the Macedonian North Macedonian citizenship
1: ah,
3: Okay, that? okay, Um
1: give it to Aisha <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she pretty much fits the bill, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be honest. I mean, she no, no, I, I'm, I'm going to give it to Aisha, yeah. yeah.
0: I was going to say, in yeah. the, in a very North Macedonian fashion, it all stays in the family. You yeah, know keep you it it's in the, the family. family.
3: You have to, you have
0: to, 100%. Yeah, completely corrupt, but, you yeah. know, just hey, rolling my right but,
3: but, you know, for the case that this has been recorded, my obviously my fiancé, no one else, you know.
2: Oh,
0: oh my god! Yeah. Safe. Great save! Great save! I had to. We'll that definitely man. edit that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that was fast. wonderful,
0: guys. Well done. Uh, this brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow Confused Immigrants on Instagram at Confused Immigrants and like, subscribe, and rate the podcast on your favorite platform. If you're an immigrant or just confused, email us at confusedimmigrantspodcast at gmail.com to tell us what confuses you about British culture and we'll probably read your email here on the pause. Join us next time for more Confused Immigrants. Thank you and goodbye.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.